Welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and today I'm here with Community Action Lehigh Valley Board President Lucen Quino to talk a little bit more about his organization. But first things first, I know you're a, I know you're a fan. Oh, yeah. What, what is your prediction for the 76ers for this year? Uh, my prediction is pain, unfortunately. I- I don't like uh, I don't like Damian Lillard coming into the Eastern Conference, and uh, I think Drew Holiday is going to end up in Miami, and we're yep. going to keep keep moving backwards. So, uh, uh, do you think we even make the second round, let alone get past the second round? Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it's baseball season, and I'm gonna stick oh. with my Phillies for now. All right, I'm gonna defer. All right, now. fair enough. Fair enough. It is it is that time of year. We'll, we have lots of months to to worry about basketball. Um, but more importantly, we're here today to talk about Community Action Lehigh Valley and all the good things that um, your organization is doing throughout the Lehigh Valley. And for somebody who has no idea, coming in from not knowing your organization from a- another nonprofit in the area, right. can you you know, give me your, your mission statement, give me your elevator pitch, so to speak? Yeah, Community Action has a, a long history here in the Valley and of being... Um, all around the issues of poverty. Like we don't just tackle one thing at a time because we know uh, everything impacts each other. So while we operate the Second Harvest Food Bank to help people with food security, food access, we realize that um, their situation isn't just about food because they may have insecurity around housing too. So we also offer housing programs. And then uh, we realized that, well, it's also about economic opportunity. So we have um, uh, a Rising Tide Community Fund that lends business to new entrepreneurs. And we have um, also realizing that it isn't, a, we don't want to only uh, help people in the short term, which is critical, but we also want to help them build better opportunities. So that's where the entrepreneurship comes in. And also Next Generation, uh, we help um, uh, high school students as well as middle school students develop educational opportunities that uh, the school system can't always focus on, uh, in particular about helping first-generation students get into colleges and find scholarships beyond what's uh, offered in their own individual high school. So, you know... to sum it all up, we're really trying to provide um, all people have access to economic opportunity. They have the ability to pursue that opportunity and they have a voice in the decisions that affect their lives. We're not just handing things out to people. We're trying to uh, give them a, 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 an opportunity to step into the, a, a better a better life right here in the Lehigh Valley. And can you talk a little bit about that, um, you know, giving them an opportunity? What are some of the programs that uh, Community Action Lehigh Valley does to that end? Yeah, so um, I don't know. Let, I'm going to just I'm going to start with a longer term uh, uh, opportunity, and that's uh, Generation Next, which is about um, helping uh, students in uh, Easton High School, Liberty, Freedom and, and Allen High School. Uh, become uh, um, aware of and really um, cultivate the opportunities for them to pursue either education, higher education, 
or uh, some kind of uh, employment opportunities outside of school. So that's the kind of thing that for, for families that haven't had uh, students in, go to college before, you know, I have a high school senior now and we're overwhelmed and I've had, she's my youngest, so I've been through it before. Mm -hmm. And um, we're still overwhelmed with all the possibilities. For a first generation family, that becomes uh, not just overwhelming, but it, it just, it can be just the, the thing that prevents them from really understanding what's going on. So those programs are up and running. And I think in the, especially in light of the um, Supreme Court rulings that are gonna make uh, it even more challenging for uh, minority students to pursue their opportunities in education, there's more of that weight is gonna fall on the community to try to help those students in a way that um, is gonna give them access to something that other students have access to already. So that, that's a great one for us to, to remember. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, probably the one that we hear about the most, everybody's, not everybody knows that Community Action Lehigh Valley, but whenever I say, oh, it, we um, operate Second Harvest Food Bank, mm -hmm. everybody understands what that is. And we're in, right. um, you know, we supply food to pantries who are in neighborhoods very close to people, uh, the, 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 um, you would, uh, when the pandemic hit, um, of course, there was a lot of uh, uncertainty and um, the need for food went up. But the, the thing that's the most shocking to me is since the pandemic, the height of the pandemic, the, the need, the amount of food and meals we delivered has actually doubled in the two years since the pandemic. So it's incredible. We're serving um, or supplying food that's the equivalent of over a million meals a year. In what would a normal What would a normal year to year increase be like a non COVID year? Yeah, I mean that's we we saw you know gradual increases. We, and, and you know just like five percent, ten percent would okay. be a normal <laughs> increase. Okay, it's, it it ramped up for the pandemic, and then it just just shot through the roof. I think once people um, experience that kind of uncertainty that the, the pandemic brought, that uh, that just made it more, I, I think that, the, you know, it's there's two ways to look at that number that's gone up. One is that, wow, that's terrible. Like all these more people are in poverty and need help. But I think what happened was people who were in, those kind of situations and could benefit from it just became more aware of programs during that period. So it's not like these people came out of nowhere and all of a sudden um, they've fallen into these terrible conditions. It's just like now we've been able to reach people with our message so we can help lift them and give them a chance to, to create a better future for themselves by, you know, helping that one aspect of their budget in terms of their food um, and also trying to move them to more nutritious offerings um, through some of the initiatives that we've had there uh, at the food bank. And, you know, something that I guess is, I don't want to say taken for granted when it comes just to the knowledge of uh, Community Action Lehigh Valley and mm -hmm. like how it's funded. You know, I was reading the history on this page. I'm not going to have everybody, you know, read it on right. screen. But just so that people kind of have a sense of where is the, the funding coming from that goes, you know, where, where does it come from uh, for Community Action? Yeah, 
comes from many sources. There's a, a big piece of it that's a, a federal uh, grant that it was it was kind of founded, I guess, uh, a little bit before my time, but during the sure, coming yeah. out of the Kennedy administration, and um, as a and uh, as a anti-poverty program throughout mm -hmm. the the country, ours became our version of this really become became like a model across the country. And it's one of the more complex uh, and widely uh, varied programs of any of these that operate uh, in the United States because of the, the range of things that we're dealing with. Like you have our, okay. you have yeah. a, a screen up there. There's, we offer economic development in both of the cities, uh, both Allentown and Bethlehem. Uh, we, there's home programs to help people um, buy affordable housing. There's um, rental assistance programs for affordable rent. We talked about Generation Next. There's um, racial and ethnic justice component. And um, in addition to the, the Second Harvest Food Bank, there's the students that are we're helping. Uh, the other probably big program that people have heard of is Sixth Street Shelter, which operates yep. transitional housing in Allentown. And um, that's one that has... Uh, you know, unfortunately, that need is never going to go away for people who are in between um, trying to, to get out of uh, uh, unsafe situations and keep their families together. That's an important aspect where there's there's other kinds of shelters that um, separate women and children and men. So families end up being separated. And our, our strategy has been to try to keep the families together and offer them an apartment and then help them, coach them in ways to help them be on their own with money management, uh, life skills, and um, then assist them to try to find housing that's more permanent. So, right. um, there's a, so there's a big federal element we started the question off with. Uh, there's mm -hmm. state funding. Uh, there's a lot of uh, wonderful, generous donors here within the Lehigh Valley. So it's, it's really a wide variety of, of people um, and that, that support it. It's a, a very grassroots um, funded organization. Yeah. And I think too, you know, when you're talking about donations going to, I don't want to name any organizations, you know, but maybe some national ones that sure. uh, you might be donating to them. You're not quite sure where that money is going. You know, with this, it's, it's in your backyard, literally down the street. Um, yeah. In, in instances. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we, um, you know, we're all about the Lehigh Valley and the uh, and the uh, surrounding communities. Uh, we also have a big program in the Slate Belt for uh, your uh, listeners up there uh, mm -hmm. that really focuses on um, uh, economic development and trying to build some uh, networking opportunities for businesses uh, in the Slate Belt, as well as we do our housing programs operate there, and of course the food bank operates there as well. So we're we're very close to home. Yeah, and you, you talked about you know the need doubling during COVID, but as you know, COVID came and I don't want to say gone, but we went through that period. And with all the technological advancements, do you find this period of time maybe a good time, at least in getting the word out and being able to reach as many people as you can? Well, um, I'm sure that's true. I think that's part of what I was talking about before that the the need that that came was demonstrated through COVID mm -hmm. and so much was shared. People were 
in a way more connected, you know, electronically during that period, because we were all home and we were all relying on yeah. those media. So I think we were able to spread our message. And now people know more about the food bank in that case. So there became more people who said, wow, that's something that could really help my family. And so now I may not have understood that that was available to me, or I didn't realize how much of an impact that could have to help me uh, and my kids uh, have nutritious meals. So that's, that's why we've been able to spread. And we're just, it's one of those things. It's in our DNA to not turn anybody away for anything. We just are really mm -hmm. committed to, to finding ways for to people to help. So um, it's, uh, it becomes more important for us to, to, get that fundraising uh, ramped up. And we have a couple of things that are coming up that might be good to, to mention here. We've yeah, got- um, Yeah, let's get right to it. Yeah, our, uh, this isn't so much a fundraising event, but if you really wanted to learn a lot about uh, community action and all these different programs that I'm running through, you know, in a few minutes here, I can't really do them justice in terms sure. of- Sure, like, we, wanna, we want make, people but, to get to this website, which I, I've had up here the whole time and I'm scrolling yeah. through. It really is a wealth of information, even when it we saw the history section, you know, that's a, a Wikipedia article in it, in it of itself. So yeah. it, there's a lot of good information on here. But yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So we have an annual meeting. Our annual meeting is a, a public meeting that's going to be held November 1st at the Wind Creek uh, Casino. And that's a place it's a luncheon format. So you'll you'd get um, uh, a little bit of intro to some of the key programs that uh, the impact will have our annual report there that'll give our, our statistics from last year's, um, uh, the impact that we've made in the community. Our, our theme this year is uh, affordable housing is a human right. And, and that's one that you could ask any of the mayors of any of the cities, that's mm -hmm. the top priority for every downtown area right now and all the communities in between. Like the rents have gone through the roof. Yeah. Um, and there's been a, a like a, I guess, driven a lot by out-of-town landlords that are buying up properties mm -hmm. in bulk. Sure. And then uh, I had a friend that just like her, her, she was living uh, as part of a, you know, half of a row. And uh, the other family uh, who owned the place ended up, it was time for them to sell it. One of these uh, uh, kind of out-of-town groups bought her place and her rent went up. Uh, like 80 percent in one month it's like yeah it's terrifying there it's like a, it's a, you know it's almost like ai buying your house you know it's a <laughs> right. faceless corporation it's scary right in that sense so for for who who should yeah. attend this meeting like yeah great you're, thanks just, yeah. if you're just interested in in it like is it something where you i know, think I'm it's concerned in learning more about it like yeah if you're if you're interested in any of these causes right racial and ethnic justice affordable housing uh, food security, um, uh, education opportunities. This is a place to not only hear directly from these programs, but also to meet people, right? There's right. there's going to be uh, hundreds of people at this um, event and they are uh, leaders in organizations. Like, I think I also want to be uh, make sure I, I uh, make the point that we work with partners throughout the Lehigh Valley. It's not like mm -hmm. we've got a staff of about a hundred. So right. we're a substantial size, but the work we do is so much of it is collaboration through other nonprofits mm -hmm. that work, um, you know, in the neighborhoods, organizations that, you know, you've heard of 
uh, we fund or we partner on programs uh, delivery. So um, you will, uh, it's a chance to meet people really and, to, and get um, that next level of detail. And through that, you may find a way that you want to get involved. And that's a, it's a fantastic way to just see it all in one place. Meet well, let's, people talk about, let's talk about that too. When, when you talk about getting involved, you know, maybe I'm not the person who's going to go to this event, but sure. I, I'll get my, I'll, I'll roll my sleeves up and do something. You know, what, what other opportunities are available for that? Yeah. Volunteering is a critical part of what we do in the community. Uh, every, everyone, um, that we can get in and help us spread the message and do some of the work here uh, extends what we can do with our paid staff. Mm -hmm. um, the Probably the biggest, most well-known uh, volunteer opportunity is through Second Harvest Food Bank. That would be um, a, a big portion is uh, groups that are organized. Say it's your, um, if somebody's out there in an office that is looking to like do something together than just uh, rather than just go to a happy hour and hang out uh, and they right. want to do something together, they can get a small group together, uh, take a, a shift packing boxes at the at the food bank. It's a very satisfying group activity. Sure. You get to see, you know, start with something that's just kind of unorganized, finish with a finished product that's organized so that people can come and take their box of food. And it's a very satisfying way to, um, to be with your friends and your, your work colleagues, as well as make a, a direct impact in how far we can extend the reach of our, um, our resources. That's a, that's a great one. Yeah. I, I'm looking through, this is so well-maintained too. Like it has everything here. Um, you know, yeah. They're really our lifeblood. So there's, yeah. there's plenty of opportunities there. We, we, we really cherish uh, the volunteer effort and it, um, we have a volunteer coordinator that can really, you know, uh, match you up with uh, opportunities that suit you. So that's one. The Seed Farm is uh, another program that we um, we merged with the Seed Farm, which is a um, uh, a working farm outside of Emmaus. That is uh, the place where new farmers go to learn uh, organic techniques and farming techniques that are going to supply uh, our our uh, Lehigh Valley with food for the, the next mm -hmm. generations. So it's a, it's a very integral piece to the whole food system here. Uh, and uh, coincidentally, we have a, this, our, our big fundraising dinner is coming up on October 15th. So um, it's an, that's a beautiful farm to table dinner that's out on the, the farm. It's an incredible piece of property. Um, that is, uh, this is the ideal time to be out, um, on the farm, everything is kind of lush and, um, it's, it's yeah. a, um, you know, those, those fall sunsets around here where you oh, it's, for, nice, it's like the best, yeah, it's the best yeah. time of the year. Yeah. And if, if there's any way for, uh, someone to get out there and join us for that, they will not be disappointed. They'll learn a lot more about, uh, the farming system here in the Lehigh Valley, which is, mm -hmm. you know, of course, dominated by big, huge farms that, um, concentrate on certain commodities. What we're helping to train uh, primarily at this level is uh, is uh, more market gardeners who are the people you would see at your local farmer's market. Okay. And a, a lot of our graduates have gone on to, you know, either get their own land or uh, work um, 
land that, uh, that is available uh, from families who are no longer farming uh, and they didn't have anybody to kind of, you know, the next generation and their family was not interested in farming. So there, there are, there are land here to farm, but people need to know how to do it because the, the, that system of passing down farming from generation to generation is just not, you know, the model that we see as much anymore. Sure. So that's essentially a program where I can learn how to do exactly that. Like how exactly. Long is that? Yeah. That's yeah. And, and it's, and it gives you um, a chance to have a small piece of land to do it on. Right. That's even more important in some ways, because that's the part that when you're really getting started, you can't that's what I mean. commit to like a big piece of land to farm. And, and we'll have there the, the equipment that you need. We'll have, uh, farmer mentors that are there for training. Uh, we have access to markets through our, uh, our own programs. So it's, it's the perfect way uh, that we get a lot of young people. We also get like second career people often from like restaurant business or some other food related business that say, sure. you know, I, th I think this is a, this would be the way I want to spend the next phase of my life. I would like to have right, a small yeah. market garden. I, I don't have a big piece of property, but I can grow this, I can start this. And then, you know, just like that, you're kind that's of on your way. That's so interesting. Who would have thought? I didn't know, I did not know you guys did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, really uh, it's great. And now we're also growing food that we can, um, you know, sure. put into the food bank system to, to reach pantries. And there's a big emphasis on trying to get more fresh food and not just make the food bank. You know, historically we've relied on, you know, Craft macaroni and cheese and stuff like stuff. Yeah. That, and that's great. Like people need to eat, but we're also conscious that we don't want everyone's meal to be craft macaroni and cheese every day. Well, right. Te teach a man to fish. Right. And this is teach it, teach someone to seed and right. if they can, they can make the, the tomatoes. Well, yeah. Them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a great, it's also just like a great business opportunity for people. So yeah. um, to, to uh, for people who are, you know, Putting together yeah, some sort of green thumb, yeah, or just yeah. like or you know, even, or it's like not just an interest. It's an interest, and you know how people. It's like everybody's doing three things now, right? Like mm -hmm. you know, you're not just doing this podcast. This isn't all you no. do, George. I know I see you <laughs> everywhere, uh, and like this, this is for some people. It's a side gig, right. and then they're they're doing you know they're a potter or they're uh, running a right. restaurant or they're you know a teacher. Are they're, they're a dual income family that can kind of share responsibilities. So um, it's another element to it. And, and it's very satisfying to be, um, you know, working the land in that way. Um, and kind of switching gears to perhaps somebody or, or a family that, you know, may think they're in need of something that Community Action Lehigh Valley can provide. What's the best way for them to go about getting in contact? Is it as simple as hitting this contact? Yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. that is probably the best way to do it. Like, um, we are conscious that um, families can have multiple needs across multiple programs, right? Like, sure. it's not just one thing. If you're struggling yeah. with your rent, and you're you're probably also having food security issues because money can only be spent on one thing or the other. Uh, so that's probably the best way. And from there, uh, we can. Um, assess where uh, to send you into, you know, which of the programs or right. find a way to um, target your, uh, your needs and 
with the programs that are available. I just got to put, I'm putting this on screen for people who are watching, you know, we've been, this really well done website, whoever did it for you is, is, is great. <laughs> CommunityActionLV.org. Um, really to kind of go over everything that we just talked about, actually way more in depth, of course, there's a annual report, meeting videos, just a wealth of information for you to learn more about the organization and how you can get involved or how you can, you know, get some assistance if, if that's uh, what you need as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an incredible uh, resource for the Lehigh Valley. Like um, there's no other organization that I know of that pulls together all these different um, needs in one place and mm -hmm. really kind of tries to integrate them into um, a one-stop shop for people who, you know, are here to just get through a difficult part of their life. And, you know, we're really, uh, we're really about moving people from where they are to where they want to be, you know, mm -hmm. and there's no, there's nothing more satisfying than helping people on their way and getting them to become, um, you know, um, successful in ways that can, that can uh, make the Valley even stronger. We're, I, I, every time it, you know, it's a very common occurrence for me to be working on a program with leaders who are like planning something and they, and, you know, it, it comes out like, Oh, well, you know what, when, when I was growing up, I was, my family went to the food bank. Sure. My, my family yeah. was, was through the six street shelter. You know, I meet people like that every day who are now part of, you know, the business community. They're part of the, the nonprofit leadership in our organization and other organizations that, that use that point. They're, their parents were savvy enough to use that uh, resource mm. to help move them along and establish a better future for their kids and, you know, just a more comfortable day-to-day um, -to -day today. So sure. I encourage anybody to, um, to find us and, you know, see how we can help. And yeah, drop, drop a note. I mean, you know, first things first, if you're looking for something to do, you know, hit up the events calendar. You talked about October 15th. For the annual, um, that's the seed farm. Or, that's yeah, that's the seed farm dinner. That's a great evening. And and then November first is the annual that's meeting lunch. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, two great events. If you want to, hey, dip your toe in or go in all the way. Um, it's a it's a great time to start doing that and to get involved. And uh, Lou, I thank you for coming on. I appreciate, I appreciate it, George. I, I learned a lot today, and That's even though good. I was, I was, you know, going over the website and, and reading more. Yeah, I, I run into you guys when I'm out. Yeah. That. you guys are always in the community doing great stuff, and that yeah. is it's uh, awesome to see. Absolutely. So. Well, it's great to be on, George. I, it's a little bit of a, a thrill in that I think I started <laughs> listening. <laughs> Listening to your podcast, I think it was number nine. I think oh that's when I started. So I was back, and I wasn't. I'm not going to say I was there the first episode. Good. I, uh, some <laughs> of those are um, should be archived for. Uh, they were like it's classic. So, it's so funny. There's like some two, three hour ones. Um, oh. uh, it's just crazy. It, it just. I don't know where we found the time. To be honest, it, I it, don't know. You and Tyler right. were just like you would just yeah. go on. And on about nothing sometimes, <laughs> and it was uh, it's good radio. I think that's good well, radio. I appreciate this for I, I think we have a um you know a mutual affection for the Lehigh Valley and the people in it. 
Yeah. Um, and just the uniqueness of it, you know, it's, I love it because I do. It's it's my community. So, you know, that's yeah, absolutely. I have a great deal of love for it. So, yeah, no, I can tell um, it's comes out. And uh, well, I'm also a glad to uh, see that hidden Bethlehem project that I was listening to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a cool project too. I'm uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm a Bethlehem resident and uh, that kind of thing is really fun to know uh, the little places that people can enjoy the Valley even more. I, I, I always like I'll, I'll start this is during COVID too when you had to slow down like I'll go down different alleyways now if I have to walk somewhere or, or oh totally running. and it's just to you know it's really unique you, you can't see everything even where you live so it's it's really uh, kind of slow down yeah. and take some of that and appreciate where you are um, yeah well thanks for doing this too to yeah. help, help us see things around our valley and oh yeah absolutely again everybody communityactionlv.org that's in the show notes um, we'll get to a Sixers game this year. Okay, deal. I deal. my my prediction is a sad. You know, I don't want to say it, but I don't know. If they get past the second round, I will be really happy. Uh, yeah, and shy. I'm sure. Yeah. So, well, in better news, we'll we'll see <laughs> at the upcoming events. I want to thank our sponsors cool. uh, really quickly: Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, WXPN. Uh, Wind Creek Event Center, and of course, Michael Bernadine with Remax Realty. Those guys are awesome. They they allow us to keep doing this, you know, every week or so. So we appreciate them. And again, we appreciate Lou for coming on. Thank you very much. All right, see you, George. Take care, guys. See ya.